America's newest addiction. The show starts now. Have you ever heard of some fellows who first came over to this country? You know what they found? They found a howling wilderness with summers too hot and winters freezing. Did they have insurance for their old age, for their crops, for their homes? They did not. They looked at the land and the forests and the rivers. They looked at their wives, their kids, and their houses. And then they looked up at the sky and they said, Thanks, God. We'll take it from here. They were rugged fellows. They were men. Oh, I love it. Don't you just long, long a little bit for those those days? Oh, when you didn't have to look at a Pelosi or a McConnell or a... Or a Chuck or a Biden or a anybody uh, in government at this point. Oh, gosh, you guys, they're saving the world. They want you to know they're saving the world. And we're going to they're going to spin our money back to us with a lot of a lot of strings. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I'm really glad you're listening because I have a lot of uh, great stuff for you. And Melissa will join me next week. She's got the flu. So we wish her well. She actually really does have just the flu, by the way. I think people forgot about everybody with the flu. But <laughs> what is wrong with people? Hey, do you know that in January we had a uh, uh, Twenty. They, they announced in January we have we've had 26 uh, million people die from the flu this year and last like the you know the fall and yeah yeah 26 million people and and you know what the world didn't end For, the world didn't come to a, a crashing halt we kind of accept that things will happen don't we and and we get through them the best we can and it's tragic and sad but we we get through we don't quarantine and we don't quarantine a world and i mean my gosh today um well, as of yesterday we had 1163 cases 1163 cases that are serious or critical of covid Meaning that the average age is 80, probably over 60, and then also three underlining other health issues. And so a thousand thousand, uh, or 1163. You know why? Because 54,000 cases, they don't even know they're they're done with it. They've already, you know, it's like a cold, you know, three day or Gatorade. You're good out the door. You're fine. Uh, Mild or no symptoms. Or they recovered and they didn't take them off the list. That's going on right now. Like crazy. They're not taking anybody off the list. So let me, uh, by the way, katedallyradio.com. Um, and also uh, make sure that you get over to Balance of Nature. You know how I talk about this product a lot? It's because this is the one thing that you can get right now that will really, really help you for what's coming, for what comes down the pipe. I mean, anything. you got to have your health. So get all those fruits and vegetables and uh, every single day and you'll feel so good. Every every single time you take those, you're like, okay, good. I've got 31 fruits and vegetables I'm working with now per day. And uh, it's a fantastic product. Put in the code Kate and you can, when you go to Balance of Nature, uh, put in the code Kate and you can uh, can try it. It's guaranteed. It's awesome. And you can get free shipping and 35% off. So take advantage of it right now. I love those guys. All right. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I was working on. So I had a question about 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 the, the Italy. I, it just kept bothering me. And I, I, I couldn't figure out why. And everybody's pointing to Italy. We're going to be Italy. We're going to be Italy. And I and I, I know what we're doing in Iran and China. I think there's there's a couple of things we're doing uh, that, that I could do a whole show on today. Um, and by the way. You know, when I when I, I you know, you know, I've been thinking that Iran that we're doing kind of a soft regime change there without anybody knowing under the cover of covid. I definitely think that uh, it's been backed up now. But a few people have come out. A few journalists have come out and said the same thing. So I, I'm glad I'm not the only one uh, see, seeing that. And, and who knows? Maybe they came out with it before me. I don't know. But I just I just knew something was not right with that. So I was looking at Italy and the numbers just didn't. There was something strange about it. And I the question I kept asking myself was, well, where's all the flu cases? You know, Italy is notorious for having the flu. Italy against all the other nations around them. um, They always have more. In fact, over four flu seasons from 2013. So he goes, you know, 13, 14, 14, 15, 15, 16, 16, 17. Okay, four flu seasons. Uh, you know, uh, winter, um, they had about 68,000 deaths just from flu from 2013 to 2017. 2018, they had 8.5 million people get the flu in Italy. 
All right. Now, around them, if you go into the UK, they have about uh, 8,000 cases that die per year of the flu. Over here, we have anywhere from 30,000 from 30, to 60,000. Okay. And so I thought, okay, well, then if they had the flu and I had posted an article on Facebook on the Kate Daly Show page from January 23rd, and the, this article was from a, a local Italy news source, okay, in Italy. And they were announcing that they had had 3 million people just since October with the flu at that time. This is before COVID became the, the national headline. So this was January 23rd, just as it was kind of going where we were going into that. And they said they had 3 million cases, and they said uh, the week prior uh, they had another almost half million cases diagnosed. And so they knew they were swinging into their hardcore flu season. And they had listed about 300 deaths, which I actually thought was pretty low considering, you know, their, their, av- their average rate. Because if you took 68,000 and just divided that between the four seasons, um, that would be about 17,000 deaths in Italy, um, you know, per year. It doesn't work out like that, but that's the average, okay? So they have a bigger problem over there, and everybody knows it, typically. Well, I looked for the flu cases, you guys, and guess what I found? (laughs) This is so weird. So I actually looked at who. I looked at um, uh, Influ uh, Europe. I looked at all the different statistics sites in Europe that would record this information. And all the other nations are recording flu. Okay, there's like 45,000 cases of flu right now. What's interesting, though, is Italy's not. So let me let me. Yeah. So Italy stopped reporting the flu after um, February 9th, right about the time that everybody started jumping in on the on the covid thing. Because if you remember, this was right at the time the impeachment, you know, the Senate finally just went, you know, we're done. And, and, and I think that was like, you know, right, right during that week. And, and all of a sudden COVID became the big Corona became the big, the big uh, news story. Well, I found this on Italy news and I actually uh, had to go, had to go through a translator because you can't get this in English that I could find. But this is from the Italy health ministry uh, influenza cases uh, about the influenza cases, okay? And this is the report it gave right around the 9th. It said the epi- um, the epidemiological, sorry, report of Influnet, the Italian Influenza Surveillance Network, coordinated by um, the ISS with the support of the Ministry of Health, has shown in the last few days, fifth week of 2020, the peak of, flu, of seasonal flu cases with 13 cases per thousand patients. The level of incidence reached uh, is within the average intensity threshold. And from the sixth week of 2020, which is February 3rd to February 9th, that's the sixth week, sixth week um, Mark, the number of flu-like cases has slowly started to decline in the same week the estimated cases of flu syndrome compared to the entire Italian population were about 763,000 cases of flu. 763,000 cases of flu. You know, during this week, okay, February 9th. For a total of 5 million cases starting at the beginning of this surveillance. And the trend of the epidemic curve is similar to that of the 2018 Remember when they had 8.5 million? Okay. People get it. And so this was the last report with no follow-up report after this. And then I was looking at their charts. Okay. Um, So what happened to the 763,000 influenza cases? They just dropped off? Did they get all better in one day? And then all of a sudden, just nothing? So... I was looking at the charts, and they go by the week, and it says influenza intensity of week five, week six, week eight, week nine. And what they do is they put the country in like a little, like all the little European countries are in little bubbles proportionate to their, their population size, okay? And there's little, there's, there's Italy, pretty good-sized Italy, okay? It says IT on it. And it's yellow. In the key, it means that they have a medium amount of cases coming in, Okay. That's week five and week six. Remember, week six is February 3rd through the 9th. Okay. Then seven, eight, nine, none of those weeks said medium cases coming in. In fact, it it was gray. Now, gray in the key means that it's no reporting. No reporting of flu cases. What? 
Then I went to the graph, the graph that they built, and the graph from salute.gov in Italy, what it does is the line goes up, 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 up. So it starts in October, and it goes up, 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 and all the way peaks almost to the red zone. It's getting to the red zone, and it stops. It just stops. Like it's dropping off a cliff. It just stops. And then all of a sudden, this graduated line comes down that has nothing to do with the amount of cases. And I was looking at this and thinking, they just stopped recording. What week was it? February, the the sixth week. The sixth week, which is February 3rd through February 9th. And so now they've got over, what, 6,000 deaths? Is that flu? Are they just classifying everything as as uh, as COVID-19? You know, co- Corona causes the COVID. We all get that, right? It's kind of a dual process there. Yeah. And so I thought that that was a little strange. And I and I wanted to bring that to your attention because I, I think what we're not seeing and, and I think if we just start asking better questions about their data, better questions about their, you know, what they're doing, what they're doing, because I think, and as people were kind of looking at my research, I, I put online, I, I think they were kind of surprised because we get, I think we get sold a box of rocks in this country more than we realize. And you know what? It's a really sickening thing. There's a thing called co morbidity comorbidity and i think all the doctors are having quite a laugh right now because corona is just like this basic generic term that has a lot to do with flu and colds and and respiratory okay but comorbidity means that you have a couple of things at one time remember when i told you that that italy came out and said we started doing autopsies and only two were covid so far and the rest all had, you know, these underlining things going on. Well, they classified them all as COVID. In fact, they're still in all the numbers. They didn't take them out. But but the fact that they're not saying that word, the fact that the doctors, the doctors don't know how somebody dies when they have a multiple set of problems going on. That's the last thing you would do is put a diagnosis on that. But for some reason, everywhere in the world, they're just sure it's COVID-19. Just as sure as sure can be. There's something very, very wrong with that. Are we getting are we getting a little shammed here? Are these deaths just their regular flu season deaths? Because they're not reporting any flu. And people around them are. The other countries are. Hmm. Little food for thought. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. The 2019 Lincoln MKZ at Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln is refined power at your control. With an available twin-turbocharged 3.0-liter engine producing 400 horsepower, it's an exhilarating driving experience. And with MKZ retractable panoramic glass roof, change your outlook with a simple press of a button. Right now, you can get $8,600 off MSRP off $43,110 on the 2019 Lincoln MKZ. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, we hear you. Unapproved credit through Lincoln AFS Financing OAC. See dealer for details. Are you covered by Medicare or nearing Medicare eligibility? Do the different Medicare options and supplemental policies seem like alphabet soup or a high-stakes game of Scrabble? Relax. Let WMI Mutual Insurance Company simplify this complicated decision and save you money. WMI has been offering their commission-free Medigap policies to seniors just like you for more than 30 years. With quality insurance and affordable rates, call them today or visit WMIMedigap.com. This is a solicitation of insurance. 2020 is the year of sight, and to celebrate, the Zion Eye Institute is giving away 20 free LASIK surgeries as a thank you to Southern Utah. Zion Eye Institute is Southern Utah's largest and most comprehensive eye surgery center. Zion Eye Institute has fellowship-trained specialists to cover every area of eye care and eye surgery. Their highly trained team of doctors and staff are excited to help you see the world in all its splendor in 2020. Zion Eye Institute has specialists to cover every area of eye care 
and eye surgery. They can provide you with all forms of vision correction surgery from multiple highly skilled and experienced fellowship-trained surgeons. Using advanced techniques individually or in combination with each other, Zion Eye Institute's expert surgeons will customize your treatment and provide the safest and best results for your vision correction. Get 2020 in 2020 at the Zion Eye Institute. Get registered and get all the details at zioneye.com. See official rules for restrictions. Buying an RV keeps getting easier. As we all make an effort to practice social distancing, Nielsen RV has made buying easier than ever with their virtual RV buyers program. Here's how it works. Find an RV you like at NielsenRV.com. Schedule a live video tour through the message button on the site. Fill out an online credit app. Sign all the documents from the comfort of your own home via virtual DocuSign. Then come in, inspect your RV, hook it up, and drive it off the lot. It's that easy. And it can all be done in usually about 24 hours. The virtual RV buyers program, only at Nielsen RV. Go to Nielsen just imagine an all-inclusive resort experience in sunny St. George, an 18-hole championship golf course, tennis courts, restaurant, swimming pool, and drinks served to you as you're lounging at the pool. Sound like a dream? It's reality at the brand-new nightly rental Bloomington Villas at Bloomington Country Club. These new villas are now selling starting at $399.9. For more info, visit BloomingtonVillas.com. Hi, this is Ryan Brinkerhoff, the owner of Inside Out Hyperbaric and Wellness Center here in St. George, Utah. I opened the Hyperbaric Center here in St. George, Utah because of a specific health need dealing with Lyme's disease that affected me and some other members of my family. With great nutrition, lifestyle changes, and the help of some of the products we have at our facility, I was able to get back to where I am today. And I think that's something that should be available to everybody, no matter what their financial situation is. Once I had the major effects in my life and saw what Hyperbarics can do, I was very pushed and motivated to offer this service to members of our community. Hyperbarics has been around for a really long time. It's only used for a few certain things, but now the science is starting to show up that it helps everything from Lyme's disease to cancers, autoimmune diseases, and the conventional wound healing and things like that. I'm Ryan Brinkerhoff, the owner of Inside Out Hyperbaric and Wellness here in St. George, and I invite you to bring out the best in you. Visit Inside Out Hyperbarics. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association. And this station. I'm Deidre Hall with a message about your eye health. My mother had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD, which means my family members are at greater risk. I'm Dr. Sada of Duhini UCLA. AMD is the most common cause of severe irreversible vision loss in older adults. If a healthcare professional suspects AMD, a retina specialist can confirm the diagnosis and work with you on a treatment plan. Routine eye care can help maintain your vision. Visit GetEyeSmart.org for more information. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. getting to you <laughs> you know i was uh talking to a local crowd and was talking about the fact that you know what it's been nice having a long nap and uh not a government quarantined one not a not a government ordered one by any means because it's so tyrannical but um but it's been nice to slow down a little i'm not i have to say that part's been great and watching people serve people that's been awesome uh welcome back to the kate daly show by the way kate daly you can catch a recorded version of this show and share it um, with uh, friends and family. Let's let's get them informed. Um, but uh, but you know there's there's a certain sort of um, well let's just put it this way. They're wringing their hands and trying everything that they can possibly do to get that bill passed that two that two trillion right. They're doing it. Okay, they reached a deal and. As they look like they're sweating it out. They've never sweated in a day in their life. As they look like they're sweating it out and they look like they're hard at work for the American people, you know, giving our money back to us. And um, 
socialism at its finest because it's redistributed. But I was thinking about this, and it's, you know, the easiest way to do this would just, let's open our businesses. Let's get back to work. Everybody wants to work. People want to work. You know, I don't know too many guys that just want to lay around. I know a lot of guys that like to go to work every day. And uh, and I know a lot of gals that do. And all I'm saying is that we, they come in, they create a problem, and their solution is this. Trillions of dollars. You know, I talked yesterday about the um, the money in that bill, and it's pretty astounding. It is. It's sickening. It's actually more than sickening. Um, it, $300 million for a Corporation of Public Broadcasting, $500 million for the Institute of Museum and Library Services, $300 million for Migration. $23 million for Howard University. What does that have to do with COVID? $19. $35 million for the JFK Performing Arts Center. $100 million for NASA. We're all stuck in our homes. <laughs> We're leaving the atmosphere. I mean, you need money for that. I think they get plenty of money. Uh, they love to hide money in these things. Um, $278 million for the IRS. Do they not make enough? I'm so concerned. Um $90 million for an HIV program, which made Bill Gates and Deborah Burks really happy, because that's what they're in charge of. Um, yeah, and it goes on. And it's solar, solar tax cuts and all kinds of gobbledygook. Gobbledygook. And on top of that, the bill isn't even okay. This is not okay to do this. It really isn't. You don't create a problem as the government on a sham and then tell and then and then come out with this type of solution. And, and like I said yesterday, it was uh, honestly to get the banks and, and everything else. Uh, there's just so much more to do with digital banking than anyone could ever fathom on this. There's a lot of reasons they're doing it. But I was uh, hold on, caller. I was looking at Italy just because nothing panned out about Italy. That was the weirdest one. And everybody's looking at Italy and using it as, as the excuse, right? But the other thing is, um, you know, more people are coming out and saying, hey, what's going on with Iran? That's a, something looks a little fishy over there. I think we're, we're doing a regime change over there. And what are we, what's going on with our, us in China? So there's a lot to this. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, Kate. Hi. Um, what boggles my mind is, where in the bill mm-hmm. does it say, hey, you know what? We're not going to collect payroll tax for three months. Yeah. Or yeah. we're not going to um, have the banks collect mortgage or go through with bankruptcies yeah, for the that'd next be nice. three months. That'd be really nice. That's, that's what we need. Yes. And in, well, you're absolutely right, though. We, To me, the whole... The whole crux of the whole thing uh-huh. is this ridiculous, we can't be tested unless we have symptoms. Yes. Because yes. that right there is a farce. That tells me you don't want to know the truth. Yeah. Because yeah. in a real world scenario, test everybody. The people who are well go back to work. The people right. who are sick are quarantined. Yeah. End of story. And, and most of us are carrying that because it's Corona. It's so generic too. Uh, that, right. Yeah. I mean, I think the doctors have to be laughing because I was asking a friend of mine, why don't the doctors speak up and start laughing that they're not using all these terms. They don't know it's COVID. They, and they stand there and act like they do. And, and isn't that just straight up lying? And he said, well, they, they have so many ties, you know, of course, with the money they get and everything else and their licensing. Exactly. So they shy away. They shy away. Well, and I was just speaking to some emergency room workers mm-hmm. about, you know, because we had a question about, so why is this different than, mm-hmm. you know, usually you can test and it's, you know, strep throat, it's, it's 10 minutes and then you know. So they went through all that process and then I brought up the fact that, and again, we still don't even have a test for this strain of COVID because yep. we don't have one. And you can't. For or for SARS. Mm-hmm. And they said, you're absolutely right, we don't. And so all of this is really just a guess. Yes. It's an educated guest based on symptoms that you are showing. And that's why mm-hmm. they're so specific about you yeah. cannot be tested unless you meet X, Y, and D criteria. Yep. And then Italy's over there. Not a flu death? Not a single flu death since February 9th? It just, it got to its peak yeah. and then we didn't hear a word about it? They don't have a flu Well. Rate. And and you have to you have to sit there and it begs the question: anybody who has a pre-existing condition, when they have an upper respiratory or a mm-hmm. lower respiratory, why you know, are they their classifying chances, it? No matter what, mm-hmm. are going to be greater. 
Yes. And the thing is, is why are they going ahead and classifying it as COVID when they don't know? And uh, and because I I think what 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 the it's a big problem when they rush in to say, we know this is this. And uh, and every and all the doctors in around the world are going, no, you don't. You don't know that. (laughs) That's ridiculous. So, well, and and I get it. I get that they are bound by regulation that says if you speak up, it's just like the teachers. If they were to Mm -hmm. speak up then they'd all be cut. And so I I get the loophole that we're in, but really and truly the, the federal government has got to back away and say, you know what, states and mayors, if you want to cook this goose, you cook it yourself because the federal government is not going to bail you out. Use your rainy day funds. Yeah. This will be over in a heartbeat if they have to use their rainy day funds. Yeah. No, that's very true. Thank you. Really appreciate the phone call. Uh, that was great. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, yeah. The, the bill's nonsense. They're allowing so much money. The bill itself, period, the bill itself, period, is just wrong. It's just wrong. And all they're doing is getting us very, very dependent. Very, very dependent. And it's sickening, isn't it? Um, and I know you guys feel that way. I, I, I know I'm preaching to the choir because if you listen to this show, I mean, I know you, I know you know. But what, what do we do? In fact, you guys, they have got everybody so wound up. And I mean so wound up that they actually believe 100% that they're going to get this. Did you guys know that? They polled people. Now you know how I feel about polls. But this was the question they asked. Based on what you know at this hour, what would you say the chances are that you yourself will get sick from coronavirus? <laughs> um, basically, uh, only 8% said it's behind us. And there, there is a huge amount of people out there, obviously, most of the popula- population that thinks that millions tomorrow are going to get this, that millions are going to get it. They're just convinced. And they're convinced they're running out of hospital beds. We literally have 1,163 serious to critical cases, 1,163. Now, you're not hearing that from the news, are you? Because they won't say that. They'll put it, they'll, they'll write it on their websites. They just won't tell you that. What they're telling you is 54, 55, 56,000 cases in the United States. They're not going to tell you that 97% of them are just fine. They're just fine. There's no boogeyman here. And, um, and so what they're, what they're basically, they've got everybody so wound up that they're besi- they, they, they don't make sense anymore. They're, they're beside themselves. Their logic doesn't work out. They, they can't think straight because they all think they're going to get this thing. They all think it's the Black Plague, you guys. I can't make this up. They, they actually think that, that one person in an entire city is going to somehow infect them. Yet, yet when they came out with the stat of 26 million people died in January in the United States of flu, no one bats an eye. No one even cared. No one even cared. They went about their business. Oh, darn, those people. But if you say anything about the 748 people that have perished because of this, they don't even know it's this. (laughs) You don't care about people. You horrible, horrible person. You don't care about the dead. Well, where were they when the 26 million died a couple months ago? See how none of this just none of it. So 47,000 stores across America right now are shuttering. Um, they're stopping uh, the paying of rent. Yeah. Cash flows are dwindling. And uh, I know I had Gerald Salante on last week, and he was talking about going into a Great Depression. And he might be, uh, who knows? It, we could be facing that. We could be. Um, now, all of this will lift. I'm still certain of it. This will all lift in about another week. People get too tired of being at home. They don't want to just sit at home and watch their businesses fail. Government still has, we still, they, they still want us to believe in them. So they're going to save the day. And the scariest headlines I've seen were these ones right about the time a funding bill is passed, right? Right about the time they're, they're trying so hard to work out the details for you Americans, right? For us Americans. And, uh, and they're hard at work and you just want them to do it. And, here they are, right? Uh, the, the biggest headlines you've ever seen. One person can infect 59,000 people. Or the headline of respirators. We're going to have to figure out how to, how to leverage these between hospitals and come up with them. And what are we going to do? And I'm thinking, out of 1,163 serious to critical cases, do you see how they lump the serious and the critical together? They lump it together. Because they know they don't have that many critical 
I'm pretty sure that out of the 100,000 ventilators, okay, and out of the million beds we have at hospitals in the United States, we have about a million beds. I don't know about you, but I think that we can handle 1,163 people if, in fact, they were all in the hospital. Not talking about the 97, 97% that are just fine. No treatment necessary, no hospitalization. Totally fine, okay? I'm just talking about the 1,163 that, that, that might have an issue. Might have an issue. Don't even have an issue, but they might, okay? More serious case because they have other things going on. It's a, it, it, you know, if it wasn't so pathetic, it'd be, it'd be hysterical. I mean, the, the way that we're all suckering into this, and it's not like it's not a real thing. COVID-19 is a, it's, it, it, all of these are, are a real thing. They're a thing, whether they were man-made or, or mutated or whatever the case, they're, they're a real thing. It's when it gets used. Never let a good crisis go to the way, go to waste. Right, Rom Emanuel? So, so here we sit and the people are getting more crazy. You should see a hate mail letter I got. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this person's ballistic on me. Ballistic. Calling, you know, uh, telling me I'm immoral, I'm irresponsible because I I said we should go outside to eat to help uh, a local restaurant, you know, these local restaurants that are having to shut down and you could just bring some folding chairs and kind of bring the restaurant to their parking lot, you know, and and sit and eat. Heaven forbid you have a picnic in this country. <laughs> So, like I was saying, you know, yesterday you can stand at the post office, you can stand in a in a Walmart, you can go to the grocery store, uh, you can go get gas, and I'll stand in a gas station. About what twenty of us, but uh, but how dare you walk outside and eat food, you crazy crazy person who's harmful to others and putting people at risk? This is the kind of nonsense. This is the kind of stuff we're dealing with right now, and it's the crowd that thinks it's coming for me. It's coming for me. You just wait. Wait till everyone gets tested. Well, you and I all know how nonsensical that is. Um, Believe me, if I was sick, I think I'd know. Yep. And if I'm not, that's good. But by the way, we could all pretty much test positive for this. So it doesn't make a a hill of beans. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. This is Shanna from Cox Trucking. At Cox Trucking, we love to hire professional drivers in our own backyard. Do you live in the Cedar City, Washington County, or Mesquite area and have a Class A license? If so, you owe it to yourself to drop by our beautiful terminal for a tour. You can check out our late model Volvo and Freightliner trucks, meet the guys and gals who will dispatch you, and see for yourself our first-class state-of-the-art maintenance facility and truck wash. We currently have regional, flatbed, and over-the-road positions available with several different pay plans. Our drivers are on the road an average of 7 to 10 days with two days home for each seven days out. Or, if they prefer, they can run longer. We have the miles and the freight and get to know each driver's wants and needs. We also have 100% paid benefits, a 401k match, and paid time off. And did I mention that we treat you with the respect and honesty you deserve? At Cox Trucking, you are not a number. You are part of our family. Check us out at coxtrucking.com or drop by anytime. Cafe Sabor on St. George Boulevard understands that this is a tough time for many people. That's why they remain open to help provide food during this difficult time. Whether your curb or theirs, they can handle getting you food during the COVID-19 outbreak. Delivery services will be provided by their same friendly restaurant staff. Call for delivery service boundaries. Keep jobs available for members of our community. Go to stgeorgedining.com and order from Cafe Sabor on St. George Boulevard. The Grill at Sand Hollow understands this is a tough time for many people. That's why they remain open to help provide food during this difficult time. Whether it's takeout, curbside pickup, or delivery, they can handle getting you food during the COVID-19 outbreak. Delivery service will be provided by restaurant staff and off-premise catering. Call for delivery service boundaries. Keep jobs available for members of our community. Go to stgeorgedining.com and order from The Grill at Sand Hollow. 
Hello, Southern Utah. This is Brad Pullman, VT Pearson Tire and Service. Are you tired of calling around for tire pricing, and when you show up to get it all said and done, the price is different? Well, at VT Pearson Tire and Service, we include the installation of the tire and disposal fee. There are no hidden costs. Also, with the purchase of all tires, you'll get a free alignment check, free rotation, free balancing, and flat repairs for the life of the tires. Call or come by today, 435-628-0431 or at 595 North Bluff and our second location, 2275 Santa Clara Drive. Listen to Perfect Health Ideas with Jacqueline Doan RN every Thursday at 5 p.m. Learn how to generate your own young stem cells with no injections, no drugs, and no chemicals for better health and longevity. Thursdays at 5 p.m. on St. George News Radio, KZNU. Hi, this is Greg from the Gold Ore Store. In these chaotic times, the precious metals markets and all other markets are being manipulated through supply and demand issues. Please be patient and understand that sometimes at these prices, it's unreasonable to sell gold and silver. Because we just don't have the metals to sell at these low prices, here at the Gold Ore Store, we want to be the calming and rational voice. All the gold and silver dealers are trying their best to fill your orders reasonably. We are ordering as fast as we can and are in contact with our vendors and supply houses daily, and we're trying to remedy the present situation. There will be a silver lining, and we will all make it through this, folks, and thrive. We at the Gold Ore Store are just like you. We care about our community and the growing town of St. George and the surrounding communities. It's time to take a deep breath and recognize we cannot do this on our own. We appreciate you and the community and your patronage. The Gold Ore Store, 7 North Main Street, St. George, Utah. Since Mom passed away, we've been Dad's full-time caregiver. Dad has really had some challenging health issues, and being his caregiver has been hard on all of us emotionally, including Dad. We love our dad and want what's best for him, but we just can't be with him 24 hours a day. Thank goodness we found Steve and Rescue Alert of Dixie, a St. George local company with a response center based right here in St. George, a company that's here for seniors or anyone with health issues at a push of a button. This is a caregiver's dream. Rescue Alert of Dixie has given us the peace of mind knowing our dad will get the help he needs immediately, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and the cost starts at less than a dollar a day. This is Senior Living at its finest, with the protection our dad needs. Pricing starts as low as $21.95 a month with no contract. Rescue Alert of Dixie, protecting seniors with a push of a button. Call 435-986-1735 or rescuealertdixie.com. What worries you the most about retiring? Right now, for many, it's the volatility of the market. Abe Ashton is here to be a resource for Southern Utah. Tuesday afternoons at 5 on St. George News Radio 93.1 FM and 1450 KZNU and at AshtonWealth.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there, welcome back to Daly Show. So glad to be here. Uh, thanks for your support to the show. Um, I really do. I really appreciate it. And go to katedalyradio.com for podcasts uh, of this live show. I actually uh, record the show. We put it in podcasts, and, and then you can grab those and listen to them and share them. All you have to do is go to katedalyradio, three words, dot com, and, uh, and then you can scroll to the bottom, and you can find those easily. Um, but uh, there's a couple of things I just wanted to get to really, really fast. And one of them was this misleading headline, um, First U.S. child to die from Corona virus was only diagnosed after his death as he did not meet COVID-19 test criteria. Now, when you get into the story, the child is actually 17. He's almost an adult and he had respiratory problems. He had respiratory problems. And, you know, I understand you know, wanting, you know, getting the care that you need, especially if you have an underlining condition, pre-existing condition, especially in this case. So I can understand that. But look at how they make the story look like like your children are going to have it and they might be denied treatment. And and for most of us, there's no treatment. I mean, it's, it's literally Gatorade and ibuprofen. And and I just think that that's such a false um I wish that I, it's piling on right now. Uh, the the bad headlines, the um, the the just hell bent out of crazy headline, and and I think that we 
we really have to kind of call people on this nonsense. You know, I contacted my uh, health department because they were including cases that weren't even cases in my own county just to drive the numbers up. Just to cause that. Why would you want to cause that? Why would you want to cause that kind of fear? I mean, we have we have some people that are, you know, <laughs> having some issues here. Um, they, 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 they can't even think rationally. So there was another article about, you know, the truck drivers are kind of fearing for what a, you know, what a pandemic would look like. And you know me, I'm not all about getting people all feared up because I actually think that this will probably end in about a, um, I'm actually with Trump on this by Easter. Yeah, I I think so. Absolutely. Um, It totally could uh, because people, people won't put up with this for very long. But, um, but I also, I also, I think that we need to do something a little bit more you know, make sure your health department knows you're noticing that they keep cases on there that, that should have been removed or if you know that they should be. In my case, I knew. And uh, and it made it look like it, we had this huge, bigger problem than we did. That's not OK. So um, I think, you know, the other thing is the irrationality that's going on. There was a, a writer, I think, for Medium, and he was writing an article that talked all about how to stay the sober math, the sober math on who you can infect. And it was all about the fact that the second he heard about this, he social distanced himself and he was so proud of himself. And, and he said, you know, he said, I know that I could probably give this to 50 people. And so I'm making my, my wife stay home and my daughter stay home. This is even before the government was saying to do this. And, uh, and I know I can infect all these people. I can infect them left and right. I can, I can do all these things. And, and I want to make sure that I'm socially responsible and um, it went on, you know, hand washing is being smart. And don't we all know that? I mean, we all knew that when we were, you know, probably three years old. But but uh, but also the amount of work that this took, the hyper, the over the top hyper um, overkill of this guy. Right. And then it was like and then if you instead of the 17, 1573, um, 73 reported cases, that will turn into seventy eight thousand six hundred and fifty and then it will double to one hundred and fifty seven. No wonder people are going insane. You know, the whole social distancing thing, when, when, when people are sick, you know, I had the flu clear back months ago. I didn't get my husband sick. I didn't get my husband sick. You can't get everybody around you sick. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. We all build up antibodies in different things. It's not like we're all susceptible. You know what I mean? So you can't go around and get everybody sick. You know? I mean, we're acting like crazy people. I had uh, a piece of, uh, of hate mail that was just over the top and crazy. And it was telling me that I was honestly the worst person uh, in the world, immoral and horrible, because, oh my gosh, I wanted to go outside and eat. In the fresh air. In the fresh air. Maybe this person doesn't realize out in the fresh air it's a little hard to spread something if I'm talking to them a little bit of a distance away. Do you know what I mean? So I just think that we as a, as a, I mean, and she, and she said I wasn't being a good neighbor. I mean, I was a horrible, I, that, that it's on me, that it's on me when people die around me. I'm doing harm. And I thought, what harm am I doing? I don't even have anything. <laughs> no one I know has anything. And so I think that that, that kind of nonsense crazy is coming out in people. And that's the part that scares me more than any kind of illness ever would in a million years, even the flu. So there you go. I think that we, we need to be rational people. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yeah, I was out knocking on some doors a couple of weeks ago, or actually a couple of days ago, and a a fellow came to the door, and I was chatting with him, and he started to lecture me about how I was being disrespectful (laughs) of people by coming to their door, knocking on the door. You're kidding. Legitimate reason for doing so. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. And and as I was walking back, I I ignored him. I turned and walked back to my car. I could still hear him as I was about a half a block away where, where I parked my car. And I'm like... Dude, no, I didn't see somebody holding a gun to your head, forcing you to open the door. Well, yeah, and what? I, when did we get this whole boogeyman mentality? This is all on the on the on the media because they they're they're turning oh, yeah. people into nutcases. They can't even think straight. Right. Yeah, right. And then the and then the flip side uh-huh. saw a guy out working in his yard, mm-hmm. and I said, "I'm so glad you're not in your house 
cowering with fear and he yeah. cracked up laughing and he said well i got stuff to do and <laughs> i like, got stuff yeah. to do i love it thank you i love the yeah, phone call sure. thank you so much some sure. sanity some sanity you should see you should see the stuff i get called just because i want to go outside who runs these people i mean who you know i'm not on house arrest last time i checked gosh hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead well, hi, Kate. Hi it's there. Melissa. I'm hey. calling from my secret underground bunker. Nice. And now I have the flu in my secret underground bunker. How's that working? Oh, it's probably terrible. Well, it, it's just shocking because um, we needed to get a few groceries today. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought through the process. I have the flu. Right. Maybe I should stay home. And my husband went instead. Isn't that crazy? Yes. You mean Nobody you were an from adult? the government called and told me that. So you were an adult and you made an adult decision. Oh my yeah, gosh, and I, I love my that. husband and I had a talk, and I was like, "I'm getting better. I'm much, much yeah, better than yeah, I was." Yeah, and I thought, you know, you can run your own I'd life. I really like to go, mm-hmm. but for my own health, I don't want to pick up anything else that's walking around in that grocery sure, store. Sure, sure, I, I can so, understand that. I really can. You know, yep. there's, I still have logical thought process. Yeah. And could still think through the problem and solve it effectively. It's amazing that I don't even know how most Americans, we even tie our shoes. I mean, I, I honestly, it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, I don't know how we do it. Thank you. I really appreciate you chiming in, oh. Melissa. Get better. Get better. Join Thank me next you. week. Talk All right. Thanks. Um, she'll join me next week. But that's, that's the stuff. And when I, when I saw the article about the guy who wanted to wash his hands 50 million times and not touch anyone, because after sitting there doing the numbers... You know, they don't even think through that. They don't even think through that. (laughs) Um, How many people can you actually get sick? Think about this. Last time you had the flu. How many people did you get sick? And nobody was taking any precautions. Nobody was drenched in hand sanitizer. How many people, how many people became ill because you were ill? Maybe one. So people are sitting down and they're doing these numbers. A hundred thousand people are going to die because, because of me. And I have something I don't even know I have. Wow. That's a, that's an interesting one. <laughs> you don't know you have it, but we're certain that you do. And this whole run for beds and ventilators, you know, New York is being very dramatic. We don't have enough ventilators. There was an article, I'm not kidding you, about having to pick and choose who lives and dies. Okay. That was the headline. That was the headline. Then you you get into the article. I think it was even like New York Times. You get into the article and it was... In a worst-case scenario, in a worst-case scenario, there was another one, and it said, it said, what to use for a face mask? Use a bandana. Use your shirt. And I'm thinking, you guys, oh, my gosh, we have 1,163 cases as of yesterday. I haven't looked today. As of yesterday that are serious or even critical in the entire country, and we're shutting down a government for it. The reason I've spent so much time on the air talking about corona is because if you don't see what corona really is, then you can't see all the other stuff that's really important. And it was that first kind of thing, wall that you have to break through with people. And then when people finally start looking at it, in fact, there was a friend of mine, I, had, I really had to talk him off the ledge. And I did. And now he now he's looking around going, oh, my gosh, I've been coroned. <laughs> I mean, honestly, not that it's not a real thing, but so few are ever going to get this. So few are going to be affected by this. How do I know that, Kate? Well, it's been over two months now. It's been over two months now. We are not going to hit a gazillion people sort of number you guys, and, and I know you guys know this, I'm preaching to the choir, but I think that's one of the big, big problems is that we're not, there's a lot of people out there that can't think through this. And that's disturbing because I think, what about what comes next? What are we going to, what are we going to do with people that are, that are acting this idiotic, you know? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Oh, thank you. Sure. Uh, remember the old, old days when they used to quarantine the sick? I remember those days when it made sense. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the healthy went about their lives. and uh, Yeah. My dad had TB when he was a kid, and he was right. quarantined. Well, that's... So I don't understand what the new idea is. I don't either. And you know what? When you say that, see, everybody gets that. They go, oh, okay. I mean, I would even do it to myself. The government wouldn't even need to tell me to do that. I would do that because I care about people and it's fine. You know what I mean? I don't want to get anybody else sick. But we're quarantining yep. a nation. So what is the sense of being healthy and quarantining yourself? You're healthy. Uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. You're not going yeah. to catch a lot of stuff because you're healthy. You know? That's how it works. Oh, I appreciate yep. your call. 
Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Um, but that's the whole that's the whole point is that you're healthy. Why? Why are we going to these? Why are we buying into all this? And I know that Trump is sitting there just thinking because he tried to say, you know, look at the amount of car crashes. People look at he was skewered for it. He was skewered for that statement. And I thought, you know what? Two thousand people a year die because of uh, constipation. Nine hundred and sixty one people die because they have a run in with a mower. I'm not I'm not kidding. We're even under that. <laughs> we're, we're 768 as of yesterday. That's how many cases we don't have. 768 in the whole nation. We don't even register, hardly register. In fact, I think even tetanus, dying from tetanus beats us. And malaria in the United States. Probably combined. That's that's where we're at right now. And we, we're shutting down a nation. And I... I and and if if one more person tells me I don't care about the dead, I want to just wring their little neck and say, "Did you not care about the twenty six million with the flu? Were they just sort of you know, was that just sort of a lost cause? Because I don't I didn't see anybody going OCD and freaking out. Maybe people are in their homes too long. I don't know. I don't know what people are doing, but uh, clearly it's not working. So. Um, I was going to play a great story today, and I, I'll play that uh, this week at some point. I know I will. Maybe maybe tomorrow. Um, it really is. It's a great it's a great story. It'll kind of lift you up a little bit. Um, Joel Skousen uh, joins me on uh, Friday, and we're going to be... He just kind of gets to the point, doesn't he? And he'll just kind of say it, whatever he thinks is going on with this whole thing. But I just wanted to remind you again that that when when Italy stopped reporting flu cases February 9th and it is only reporting... COVID-19, and they always have an issue with flu every year. Big issue. Lots of people, tens of thousands of people die in Italy from the flu. Then we have a problem in America, and we're not opening our eyes, and we need to open our eyes a little bit more. If you want to check out my story and look at the graphs and charts, you can go to the, you can go to the Facebook page, The Kate Daly Show. The Kate Daly show and you can look at that and share it because we have to get our common sense back when I was told I was (laughs) irresponsible and harmful to people because I wanted to walk outside in the fresh air in the fresh air sitting around my own like like on my own chair on my own chair that I own and eat that this my friends (laughs) is the most dangerous thing you can do in America people have gone off the reservation and it, a lot of this media hype and the, the government hype isn't helping. But I think people will, will we, we, we as American citizens need to re, re, reclaim being American again. We're under lockdown. Okay? It's not a quarantine when you're healthy. <laughs> That's for the sick. You're all healthy, I'm pretty sure. And so... Um, Stop. We have to stop treating this like the boogeyman, like this thing that's going to get us. Um, I, I, it's, it's, it's just, it's astounding. It's astounding what people are saying and villainizing other people and doing, and you know. And then I see the helpers. I see the good people out there. Really, really wonderful people. And so we just got to keep that wonderfulness going, don't we? Um, all right. I'll be back with Susan. Uh, we'll probably jump down some rabbit holes, you know. And, of course, uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Chris Ann Hall will join me in this hour with Uncle Milty. Everybody uh, have a good one. I'll be right back. Hang out. Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. I look at balance of nature and I look what it's doing for me and for the patients that I have that are taking it. And it's been phenomenal watching the changes that have happened and how much healthier and how much more energy they have. If we give you the proper nutrients, your body's able to produce what it needs. And here's a product from balance of nature that basically makes it so you get the nutrient equivalent of eating 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. The thing that amazes me with it is, is that it's so simple. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred 